This message comes from NPR sponsor, ShipBob. E-commerce logistics making you question why you started your business. Time to outsource fulfillment to the experts over at ShipBob. Get a free quote at shipbob.com. ShipBob. All right, y'all. You know what day it is. Valentine's Day. It's all about celebrating love. Between you and your new love, your partner of years, or just love between friends. Okay, that's it. That's all I've got for that voice. <laughs> love comes in many forms. And at least in my experience, it can be complicated, exciting, and honestly, very clammy and nervous. On a biological level, there's so much happening in your brain, in your heart. That little tummy gets butterflies. So we've been brainstorming all month about who's the right person to break all that down for you listeners. And then it hit us. Who better to explain it than Adam Cole? Would you describe yourself as a smooth guy? Uh, no. (laughs) Uh, no, Maddie. I would not. The man? Uh, yeah, I'm not very smooth. Mm-hmm. The myth? Um, in any way. The legend of Skunk Bear, NPR's deceased science YouTube show. Rest in peace. Because back in 2018, Adam wrote an absolute bop called A Neuroscience Love Song and thus became the definitive voice of love for the NPR shortwave team. When you looked in my direction, I thought my heart might explode. My heart was racing and I thought it might explode. Because my sympathetic nervous system caused So today on the show, your body on love, set to the dulcet tones of Adam Cole. When you looked in my direction, when you first looked into my eyes. This message comes from Apple Card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase. That's 3% on products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. This message is brought to you by Apple Pay. Fussing with plastic cards should be a thing of the past. Instead, pay the Apple way. Apple Pay is easy, secure, and built into iPhone. All you have to do is set it up. Just add a card in the Wallet app and you're good to go. This message comes from NPR sponsor REI Co-op. REI has gear, clothing, classes, and advice for camping and glamping, biking and hiking, axing and snacksing. Visit your local REI co-op or REI.com for the million and one ways to opt outside. Okay, so Adam, you kind of built this song so that the lyrics track the progression of what happens in the brain when that first little crush develops. When you first smiled at me, I did foolish things. Really, 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 really stupid things. All the way up through the long-term romance. So let's start with that rush, that first intense crush phase. Yeah, so I think everyone can identify with this feeling. When you first 
like like someone when you first Double are getting like. excited. Double two likes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sort of a crisis. It's an emergency, right. and you have these reactions that are sort of crazy. Like you're reacting to seeing this person that you have a crush on mm-hmm. in the same way that you would if you saw a lion on your way to work. So you're, it's like fight or flighty. Fight or flighty, exactly. Mm-hmm. You have this response that your heart might start beating faster. And there's a million songs about that, right? right. About the heartbeat is the love beat and all this stuff. And then there's that feeling of um, sort of, oh, my stomach doesn't feel quite right. Yeah. And that has to do with um, when you're in in an emergency situation, you don't want to worry about digestion. You want to yeah. worry about getting the hell out of there or fighting or, or fleeing, basically. Right. Um, and so your body is is paying less attention to that, which results in this sort of feeling of, of discomfort in right. your in your stomach. Butterflies. Yeah. So the butterflies are actually the blood rushing to areas that could help you with fight or flight mm-hmm. and leaving your tummy kind of like, well, we'll worry about digesting later. Exactly. My stress response diverted blood flow from my stomach and intestines and it felt like butterflies. And your heart actually beats faster because, as you beautifully put, Adam, your sympathetic nervous system causes norepinephrine to stimulate your sinoatrial node. That's right. The sinoatrial node is the node that keeps the pace of your heart. Um, And so stimulating it ups that pace. Okay, so this is kind of this like fight or flight situation, right? Mm -hmm. But there's also a lot that goes on with this reward system in your brain at this part, the dopamine system. Tell me when we're in crush phase, what's going on with dopamine? Yeah, so dopamine is a chemical messenger in the brain, and it's often associated with reward. But in experiments, they see it's actually associated with the anticipation of reward. So, for example, in one study... They gave monkeys a treat whenever they pressed a lever. And before they got the reward, before they even pressed the lever, they saw this spike of dopamine. Sure. But the fun thing about it is that if they only gave a treat half the time the lever was pressed, Mm -hmm. the monkey got even more dopamine. It was even more excited. The anticipation of that treat, is it going to happen or not? The uncertainty, you could see how that would relate to a crush or a relationship at the early stages. It's like, is this person going to like me? What's going to happen? Will they? Won't they? Yeah. It's all caught up in this this feeling, this addictive feeling of anticipation of reward. Right. And I think that's probably the most common in that initial phase, right? Mm-hmm. And But at the same time, another chemical in your brain, serotonin, right. is going down. And serotonin is a mood-regulating sure, messenger. Sure, sure. It sort of keeps you on an even keel in some ways. It's associated with a lot of different things. Um But you see lower rates of serotonin in people with anxiety and Mm -hmm. obsessive compulsive disorder. And people think that might have something to do with these feelings of obsession about your crush, these feelings of sort of like being on edge. So you have this, uh, you know, you're you're in an emergency, you're anxious, but and yet at the same time, you're getting all this dopamine. And so this early stage of love is very exciting and uh, compelling and... It's awful. It's awful, (laughs) but it's wonderful and it's all happening in the brain. Right. So at this phase, at crush phase, we've got dopamine going up, serotonin going down. Exactly. Give me that dose of dopamine. Hold the serotonin still going, growing stronger all the time. I love you and I'm never going to change my mind. 
Okay, so for better, for worse, I would say for better, Mm -hmm. honestly. A crush doesn't stay a crush forever. So let's talk about as you're pulling away from that honeymoon phase and you're settling into that relationship. Let's talk about that. Yeah, so basically the opposite happens. Now we see serotonin levels not not rising to some weird level, but sort of leveling out back to normal. Mm -hmm. And one of the things you see with dopamine is as time goes on, you get lower spikes Mm -hmm. um, where you used to have these off-the-chart readings. Right. So that's when you're not necessarily feeling like as strongly or as passionate, but maybe you feel like you know, just a little bit more relaxed. You got the serotonin coming in there and being like, everybody be cool, we're fine. But you don't get like that as excited every time you like look at somebody maybe. That's right. And I think there are ways to sort of bring that dopamine back. Doing new things together is a way to... Because I was going to ask, well, how do you keep the romance alive? Mm -hmm. Love Dr. Professor Adam Cole. (laughs) And it it makes total sense that when you are um, experiencing these dopamine... um, spikes with someone by maybe going to a new country together or something like that, um, that becomes part of your relationship. I know oxytocin is the potion of devotion. Dial back that dopamine. Here comes serotonin. So the hook to this song is oxytocin is the potion of devotion. devotion. Honestly, great. A great hook. It's a lot of rhymes. Yeah. (laughs) Tell me about that. Well, oxytocin is this chemical that just like all the others we've talked about, has a lot of different roles in the body. It's often released uh, when you have gentle physical touch. It's released during orgasm and childbirth. And it's been associated with social bonding, like the bond between a mother and a child. But it could also be pair bonding, um, this sort of feeling of belonging and trust. Yeah. So we're kind of talking about these neurotransmitters as this being like, this is a reward and and this goes up and this goes down. But this is a little bit more complicated than that, right? There's no like one love hormone. These are some trends that scientists have been able to measure, but it's not really totally the whole story. Yeah, there's just a wonderful, beautiful complexity to the brain and trying to paint any one neurochemical as having a specific role Mm -hmm. just doesn't tell the whole story. There's a lot going on there. And we're just honestly starting to figure out. So the things that we're talking about, as you said, they're trends that scientists have noticed. Hey, when you first are falling in love, dopamine's up. And then five years later, a little bit less. Um, But they are trends that have been really observed. And I feel like we're just kind of starting to basically scrape the surface of what we know about the brain. Mm Because it's like, we don't know that much. It's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, Adam Cole, I think the only thing left to do is let you play you out. And quick note, this song has been stuck in my head for two years solid. So I'm really hoping that this helps with that. We'll see. (laughs) When you looked in my direction, I thought my heart might explode. My heart was racing and I thought it might explode. Because my sympathetic nervous system caused norepinephrine to stimulate my sinoatrial node. When you looked in my direction, when you first looked into my eyes, when you looked into my eyes, my stress response diverted blood flow from my stomach and intestines, and it felt like butterflies. Director's cut. My favorite part of this part is that we threw the word lepidoptera on the screen during that, which is the family of butterflies. And oh, 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 my lord, the anticipation of reward that do, do, 
dopamine starts pumping. Today's episode was produced by Rebecca Ramirez, edited by Viet Le, and fact-checked by Burley McCoy. This neuroscience bop you are hearing was produced by now freelance journalist Adam Cole and current NPR little doggy Ryan Kelman. You can find a link to the entire song in our episode notes. When you first smiled at me, I did foolish things. My judgment was impaired by a reduction in activity in my amygdala and the frontal cortex of my brain. Hey, I've just got a uh, piece of advice for your listeners. Next time you're you're cuddling up to your honey, yeah, uh, at home, maybe mm-hmm. with a glass of wine, sure, just throw on this song. Yeah, see what happens. This message comes from EarthX. The EarthX 2024 Environmental and Sustainability Congress of Conferences is happening in April and brings together all sides with one important mission, protect the planet. Go to earthx.org to register. This message comes from NPR sponsor Capella University. With Capella's FlexPath learning format, you can earn your degree online at your own pace and get support from people who care about your success. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. History is intriguing, but unlike the present, it can feel far off. On NPR's Throughline, we bring it back to life. I will toss you in the air like a lion. I will leave no one alive in your realm. Go inside the stories from then that shape the world we live in now. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts.